Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to NFT Nation, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. I'm your host, Michael Wheeler, here with my co-host, Alex Ferguson. What's going on, guys? And in today's episode, we will be interviewing NFT influencer Mitchell Robinson. So without hey further ado, oh, sorry, <laughs> uh, kind of <laughs> just cut him off right there. But uh, so without further ado, Mitchell, go ahead and kind of introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, so uh, I guess just basically, my name is Mitchell Robertson. I'm originally from uh, Sydney, Australia, and currently living in the Gold Coast. So up in uh, northern beaches of, uh, of the east coast of Australia. Uh, I have a, a really strong kind of e-commerce background, and that's kind of helped me, you know, learn a lot about the, the crypto space, even though, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive. But um, I have a really big uh, strong e-commerce background, uh, made close to $35 million in, in online sales um, up to date. And that kind of gave me the, I guess, the uh, confidence and, and the capital to, you know, just start testing and experimenting in the crypto space about five years ago and uh, diving into the NFT space about one year ago now. Um, and yeah, and I just started you know, started off making obviously a lot of lot of mistakes, a lot of expensive mistakes. Um, but over time, I've just kind of found my way and started making some some pretty solid gains and um, you know developing different strategies. And then I just started, I guess, sharing my experience on my Instagram mainly, and just had a lot of people start to message me. And you know, there's obviously big hype around the NFT space now, so. Um, had a had a lot of attraction, I guess, um, to the stories that I was putting up, and yeah, just some people just wanted to, I guess, learn what I was doing. So just started to help uh, help, a, help a few people out in the space, and that's kind of where I'm at now. Awesome. Well, congratulations on all the kind of success you've had. Yeah, that's crazy. I like it. Like I can, I I read 35 million, and then. It's kind of different, like hearing you personally say that. Like it's just like, wow. <laughs> yeah, it um, it feels weird even saying that, like myself, because I mean, at the moment we have businesses doing, yeah, like pretty pretty crazy numbers, over a million dollars a month. Um, yeah, and it's, I mean, you know, I only kind of got into all this stuff six seven years ago, so it's definitely definitely been a good journey. Um, you know, a lot of really expensive mistakes, which. Yeah, it's all a part of the learning process, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, for sure. So, Mitch, before we start, since we want to get the audience better understanding who you are, uh, aside from NFTs, kind of what are your hobbies when you aren't uh, actively trading within the NFT space? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, business is definitely a big hobby of mine. Um, you know, I, I mean, I do it for work, but 
even in my free time, I think that's kind of what's helped me grow so much in the space is even in my free time, it's something I'm you know, really passionate about. Um, but then along with that, I feel like, you know, you kind of need to give yourself a creative break as well. So um, photography and, and videography are probably probably my biggest passions um, outside of the business space. I don't know if, if you guys have uh, jumped on my Instagram and kind of had a look around, but pretty pretty heavy in the photography space. Yeah, I've seen a lot of your videos, and I can, especially like I can tell you travel a lot because you are like your videos are always like a different or seems like a different country in a different space. But uh, also, I saw on your Instagram, are you a big gardener? Are you are you do you have like a huge big garden? <laughs> uh, do you have like a huge yeah. backyard or like how like what's that like? Yeah, so that's actually um, my partner's uh, place. She lives like far north Queensland um, I don't know if you guys know Australia too much but she's like right yeah right up there and um, yeah I mean I love to live kind of you know natural organic healthy life and um, that's that's kind of there for inspiration for myself because that's what I want um, you know a few few acres growing all my own veggies all my own fruit mm-hmm. um, yeah that's kind of what I'm you know aiming towards it's pretty yeah it's pretty yeah. sweet like- that like just ties kind of goes hand in hand with you talking about how you need to create a break. I mean, it's just it just look it, like it's a, a, like farming and having your own garden is like kind of always something I've looked at, looked like looked to wanting to do if that makes sense. But uh, yeah. especially, is it summer in Australia right now? Or it is. is it yeah, it's, okay. it's hot. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it it is freezing where we are right now. It's in the middle of winter, yeah. so we're kind of. We're pretty jealous here. <laughs> do you guys? Do you guys um get some snow over there? So yeah, yeah. So we um we live in like kind of the not really south, kind of like the Midwest area of the U.S. So we yep. get pretty good snow, not anything crazy. Like we don't, we haven't gotten probably above four inches like in a day in years. But like we get some, we get some pretty good snow to play in and have some fun, especially yeah, sledding. Nice. Slutting to you, Jerry. But, uh, yeah, just to kind of get on the, the topic at hand, like, what exactly got you started in NFTs? Obviously, you talked about how you had the capital to get, like, get started and make the wrong decisions to learn. But, like, what was the moment where you, like, you learned and, like, thought about purchasing NFTs? Yeah, so I, I guess I really started with crypto first. Um, I got into crypto early 2017, um, just had a few friends that were, you know, just talking Bitcoin, Bitcoin, um, this is back when it was about 10,000, um, the first time, and yeah, so just, you know, started investing into some Bitcoin, um, yeah, and then from there, just kind of uh, went to... Um, NFTs, I feel like it was kind of a, a natural progression, you know. The um, one of one of my friends who kind of introduced me to crypto at uh, the start of last year um, just mentioned NFTs, and you know, I didn't really think too much about it. But then, you know, you start to see crypto punks and and board apes and these kind of big uh, big things in the space, and yeah, just I guess got me interested because it's using that same technology crypto obviously the blockchain and yeah i kind of see myself as a bit of a a techie guy i'm a bit of a tech nerd so um yeah i guess it was just kind of a natural progression into nfts from crypto okay yeah Yeah, that makes sense but um 
kind of we uh what what was like you talked about how you've always had like a tech background and it seems kind of everyone in the crypto space like has or at least everyone that's like kind of up there like in the top ranks of the crypto space has had some type of tech background um what exactly was do you remember your first nft collection at all do you remember like i feel like or do you remember the first time you purchased um yeah so the first time i purchased nfts it was actually i was buying nfts that were um just one of ones from like different artists it wasn't like these 10k collections or anything yeah, like that yeah yeah um yeah so i bought i bought a one of one that a friend of mine actually created um and that was the first nft i ever purchased and then um, from there i kind of got you know i have a obviously a photography background and, and love art so got into the the kind of art side of it um as i as i was kind of learning more and then i started you know seeing a lot of these uh, bigger collections and testing a few of those out and you know buying some that flopped and and learning what's kind of right from wrong in different projects um yeah. but yeah it's, it definitely started off in that kind of one of one art, art space it's pretty nice uh have you ever thought about like starting your own collection with like the photography or like you said art before yeah i i have actually i um a friend of so i'll give him the name sean um he's a, he's a good friend of mine who got me into nfts and and we actually did uh some collabs together and uh, on some pieces and, and sold some nfts through that um and then i've minted a few of my own just literally just for myself to have on my own little uh i don't know if you guys know the site on cyber.io yeah i haven't heard of that one before no yeah so you basically have like a little space and you can put like nft art on your walls and things like that you connect your wallet and put the art on the walls Ooh. Um, oh that's awesome yes yeah so i'm into a few of my own just to kind of have on my own walls and um yeah but in terms of like you know building out collections and selling um i, I have thought about it i just don't think that i don't know i don't i don't feel as attracted to that i guess as i have been with you know um researching the, the project like different projects and what yeah. to investing that investing side has really drawn drawn me more i think it's because it's got a i see it as really connected to that business side that i have a big passion in so um yeah that's that's just kind of drawn me more than the than the creation side interesting so currently right now do you have any like collections that you're like really close to like investing in or purchasing um i do i have a list actually of uh of different discords that i have um you know people getting whitelisted on and, and things like that but um invisible friends yeah big one i've I, seen I, those I, i've been seeing that everywhere it, they're so cool yeah yeah dude that art is like I'm a, I'm a big fan of the art and that's not obviously the main thing but i'm a big fan of that art yeah it's um, just the style of those that i think is really cool there's the yeah. colors and everything definitely have you guys seen goonies gang as well i don't think i've seen those before i don't know about michael Bridget. yeah check out goonies gang it's um it looks pretty sick it's like a the pieces i've seen it's like a daffy duck type uh yeah pretty pretty crazy art there um haven't looked kind of too far into their into their project their roadmap and stuff but the yeah. art definitely caught my attention 
Oh yeah, I just kind of um, I just kind of looked up Goonies Gang and it and just like for any viewers out there that doesn't uh, know what that exactly is, it's kind of a mix of like Donald Duck and Hate Beast, if that makes sense. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It it it's kind of like a simple version. Like all like the art's awesome. Like I, I like yeah. I love the style, but that's like the, the I think that's the best way I can describe it personally. It's yeah, just like a mix I like of those that. Two. Yeah, that's definitely. And you know, along those lines as well, um, you know, with that kind of hate beast style, um, there's Doodle Ape as well. Is another one I'm looking at. Yeah, I've heard of Doodle Apes as well. Yeah, they. Um, yeah, pretty pretty bullish on those, especially if I can get you know link up some whitelists. That'd be nice. Yeah, for sure. And to t- kind of talk about, you mentioned early like earlier like your own kind of like NFT platform. What? is your favorite nft platform that you've used like maybe not just because you you probably use multiple platforms like OpenSea or others but like what what crypto do you think has the most potential with uh like with nfts yeah what 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 crypto do you like using the most yeah so in terms of what i actually like using um i have to go with solana for sure um i'm pretty bullish on solana uh, yeah exactly man you know there's especially with with beginners and you know like i've i've tried to mint so many projects and you know paid four or five hundred dollars in gas and not even minted anything so um just that barrier to entry is just you know so high for some people um so i think solana just has a, a lot of potential there i'm also just yeah i like the solana network it's you know it's quick it's process a lot a lot of transactions and things like that um but obviously ethereum's king you know it's got the it's got the market share there's um so many different um collections being minted on there every day the open is the biggest platform um you know for, for nfts worldwide so ethereum's definitely you know has the upper leg there but um i do i do like to try to find projects on solana when i can um yeah just just for that those minting purposes really and the, and the fact that there's i think a little bit less competition which is nice yeah from what i've experienced i've kind of looked into buying a couple of nfts off the solana market as well and it's there's not as many as like the ethereum blockchain but like it just the gas fees are super attracting and like the competition is real low as well yeah, like yeah. exactly, like exactly, just like what Alex said. I mean, when when there's something, it's kind of like like people or just like when you when people are able to pay less for the same thing. Like if if there is a collection, let's say as big as CryptoPunks or as big as the Board Ape Yacht Club, and it chooses Solana over Ethereum, that's just something where people more and more people will start like moving to solana if that makes sense like i think since there's a high barrier to entry people or like with really expensive nft collections they like ethereum because it's like more valuable i guess but or more pristine but with solana it just makes more sense for the average person like if i feel like especially if you're if we're trying to grow like or, or we're trying to grow the uh nft space we have to have something that's as fast as Solana and as easy and cheap, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, one hundred. You're exactly right. Hundred percent. And I guess with a lot of the Ethereum mints, you know, like now, I know, 
you know, different ways where you can mint directly through the contract and you, you know, just manually increase your gas to, to make sure you get those. But for a lot of the beginners, like they're, they're risky moves, you know, if you don't know what you're doing, you can lose a lot of money. So um, I think something like Solana and that, having that network where that's a low barrier to entry. Um, yeah, definitely an amazing play for the NFT space. Yeah. So Metaverse has really been like hot topic of 2022 and late 2021. Have you invested in the like any Metaverse properties? Um, I haven't got land or anything like that. Um, but one reason why... So I don't know if you guys know the Clonex collection um, with Takashi Murakami. Oh yeah, I, um, I love Takashi Murakami's art. Yeah, so cool. yeah, me too, man. That's actually yeah. So he did a collection with um, Artifact, went went pretty crazy. Um, so yeah, one one reason why I actually got into that is just because I love Takashi. But once I seen that they were, I guess what they were promising and the team behind them, um, and this is I guess some of the research that I do now into different projects and how I invest. Uh, I really treat it as a business, you know, like I'm investing into this team, whether I believe um, they can pull off what they say they got, they're going to pull off basically. Um, and just seeing their past successes in the NFT space um, and, and what they were promising with this collection just made me super bullish um, on the on the Clonex collection. So, um, yeah, I guess, you know, a lot of the talk around Metaverse and, and what they're promising with, uh, you know that that link uh, being able to um, use those coins in the metaverse and, and the utility they're bringing mm-hmm. um, yeah really really made me interested in that for sure yeah 100% yeah so like kind of ha- or how you talked about you believe in the future of a uh, NFT platform it's kind of it's similar to how people invest in cryptocurrency so if you're like to, to summarize, if you're bullish on the Solana blockchain, you buy the Sol token. If you're bullish on the team behind the NFT or the uh, the NFT collection, you can you buy the NFT if that makes sense. Like it, it's kind of all similar. It's just the same like buying socks. It's kind of anything like that. And it's really just cool to see how these te- like when you go down to it, it's not just photos, especially with these teams behind them they're actually doing something that will change how people kind of live especially with the metaverse and obviously it's a few years off but the metaverse is going to be something that's a big part of our lives in the future i don't know how Definitely. how close that future will be but we all we can man. always we all we can always just wait and see what can happen 100 percent, man and like i bought an oculus the other day i don't know if you guys have used the oculus before but oh yeah going into that man and seeing what's capable for like it cost me like 400 dollars or something you know it's not not that expensive to experience something like that you know play games in virtual reality um yeah to be able to experience that now like it just makes me super bullish on on what's to come yeah for sure so kind of thinking in the future so what are your kind of thoughts of nfts and crypto i know that over here the nba and the nfl they're starting to put out tickets as nfts and stuff like that do you think what else do you think is going to be like possible for nfts and like uh, see right now like this is just early stages you know like businesses and, and companies are still figuring out what's what's possible themselves so 
I, you know, I feel like the sky's the limit, but tickets just seems like a no-brainer, you know, like yeah. so many people scalping, selling fake tickets, things like that, when, you know, a company or, or an artist or whatever can just release, you know, they've got a thousand tickets, you buy that, you have your ticket, you prove that on entry, there's, there's no way you can fake that, so, yeah, yeah. It's what, what's to come, I mean, I've been working with um, a, a few different businesses to to try to come out with some um, different strategies and, and things like that, but there's, there's going to be things that we can't even imagine right now, just because as technology progresses, you know, as people are in the in the metaverse more, there, there's going to be things that you know we can use that technology for that we we don't even think about right now because it's not even uh, an option, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean that makes perfect sense. Like the more we're really like the more the more we talk about to or to people about nfts in the future of crypto especially regular people the more i realize that we are very early and it's weird to think that we're very early when nfts are selling for millions of dollars but i think the utilities are building up and up and up especially in the crypto market uh, like not we're obviously going to stay on the path of NFTs when you talk about NFTs you have to talk about crypto it's just how the world works but anyway yeah. it, like we we see like crypto prices falling but the thing is we're seeing huge companies partner with these firms like we're seeing Google create a crypto division we're seeing Amazon talk about how they could implement crypto into their business just because Bitcoin has fallen, I don't know, 20% in the last couple of weeks or whatever. I haven't exactly kept up like per like with the numbers exactly, but you can I it, like especially with my like investing kind of thoughts, I always pull back and I and this is why we do news a lot too. It's like okay, prices are falling, the businesses are getting into it. It's almost like Google's kind of buying the dip, you know what I mean? But not not yeah. not exactly, but when prices are low and the news is down, Google's like, okay, big or big, big businesses are like, okay, now it's our time to strike. Now it's our time to learn about everything and get in while everyone thinks it's a scam or whatever. That's right. Yeah, and, for sure. Uh, just to kind of stay on the, the path of advice I, I feel like I just gave, what do you think is your best advice for newcomers into the space? Like, say the average Joe is listening to this podcast right now and they're like, huh, what what should I what should I do or what should be my thoughts with the NFT space? Yeah, so I, I think a lot of people I think like a, a big problem is a lot of people want to get involved but don't really want to put any time in. Um, and when you do that, you just set yourself up for failure. So I think if you really are serious about you know, trying this out and, and getting involved, the best thing you can do is just do research, you know, um, see what's working and what has worked in the past and learn from that. Um, see what hasn't worked and learn from that. Um, see what, you know, a, a lot of the research that I do now, I'm looking into uh, their team, their past successes. Have they been involved in any previous failures? If so, like it's no problem if they've had a failing, a failing project, but why did they fail? Did they learn from that? Has anything changed? You know, so... I think just really doing your research um, and and understanding you don't need to understand the technology um, but just understanding 
uh, you know, projects in themselves before you, you know, put your hard-earned dollars in, um, that would save a lot of a lot of heartache for sure. And also yeah. probably try probably try Solana first because yeah, you can lose a lot of money on gas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's a lot more user-friendly as well from what I've yeah personally experienced. Yeah, I agree. And I think. I think my only advice, or my uh, just like to, to add on to what you just said, I feel like the first thing you need to understand. Obviously, you can understand the utility of NFTs and technology, but like first, first you need to understand like the basic basics, like understand how the blockchain works. Then understand what the NFT does on the blockchain. Then understand how to purchase crypto. Then purchase NFTs. It's kind of like a roadmap for yourself. Yeah. And, that's that's exactly what we're here to do, which is always amazing for just everyone. Just wants more yeah. people learning. I agree. Yeah. So, like you said, so in the beginning, was there any time that you kind of like regretted something you did, or like you wish you could have done better with like research or what you invested in? Um. Yeah. Definitely. One hundred percent. I've I've lost. Um. You know. On a, on a few decent projects, especially in, in the earlier days. Um, I guess what I would have done different is just not not just listen to what people are saying because everyone's going to tell you um, different things, you know, like you can go on YouTube and one person will tell you, oh, this is the best project ever, you know, you have to yeah. buy this, list you a thousand reasons why, and then it tanks, you know. Yeah. Or there's, you know, t- five other people telling you why it's a, the worst project. Um, so I think just learning... Um, you know, and, and this goes for business, it goes for NFTs, it goes for everything that, that I've done really. Just learn from the past. So learn, pro- look at projects that have been successful, learn what they've done right, and then look for projects that, are, that have those same qualities and, you know, you can't go wrong. You're going to minimize your risk that way. Um, obviously, you know, as a bit, you, you kind of have to dive deep into it and, and um, you know, do a bit of research, but you're going to minimize your risk and you're not going to be um, throwing away money yeah and especially which is, like which is not which when i started that's not what i was doing i wasn't doing much research at all yeah 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 you, you talked about how you want to minimize your risk and kind of uh expand your kind of uh horizons i guess on the crypto market or crypto space and nft space and just kind of with anything in business but on that kind of topic with expanding did you ever think about mining crypto at all did you ever think about expanding to not just investing, but actually supporting the network in any way? Um, like I have thought about it. Like it's been like a passing thought, but I, I've never really given it a chance. No, um, like I've, I've thought about it and kind of just had a quick Google, but I, I definitely wouldn't say I've, I've considered it much at all. Yeah, I feel like I, I, I. I a lot of people in the space, especially newcomers, are like, "Okay, mining. This can be easy. I can I can just make crypto." And then you realize mm-hmm. you have to pay the insane electricity costs, which yeah. keep going up. You have to understand how to actually make the network work, pretty much how to make your miner work, and also the miners are just so expensive. Like, there's so many better ways to support networks especially with, with staking crypto like that's what i believe is probably the best reason or best way to support any network and that's why i kind of believe that 
what Ethereum 2.0 is going to be like a game changer if it ever comes out, but that's <laughs> it's everyone talks about mining until it it's like everyone talks to talk until it comes down to walk the walk with mining. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I agree exactly what what you're saying as well. Like, I, pretty much anything I buy, I'll I'll stake. Um, but yeah, when it when it comes to mining, I've just never really looked too much into it. I guess I gave it, you know, some glancing thoughts. It just kind of passes through your mind um, all the different ways that you can get involved. But yeah, it's not something I've ever really kind of put too much thought into. So this is kind of like more about crypto, but um. Over here in the U.S., we have, like, crypto super easy to buy. Like, in some gas stations, there will be, like, Bitcoin ATMs where you can immediately just buy Bitcoin. And there's even some, like, restaurants that are starting to take... I know there's a coffee shop over by where we and me and Michael live that actually takes yeah. uh, Dogecoin as uh, payment for coffee. Yeah, so yeah. I'm wondering if there's, like, if Australia is kind of, like, crypto kind of friendly like it is over here or if there's like more in australia yeah um i'll definitely say that over there it's it's a bigger market um we have had crypto atms and and some places that accept crypto um crypto as payment for sure um i remember there was a yeah like a, a few food places and, and convenience stores and things like that um but it's definitely in its infancy you know it's very very early um i think once the once the market kind of becomes a bit more stable and and um you know more more people are i guess aware of uh kind of what it is yeah the market conditions and things like that that it'll it'll definitely get bigger but at the moment it's still very much in its infancy yeah time will make it a lot better exactly more user-friendly yeah there's so many platforms now that make it so easy to invest into like the entire asset class that I just I just think more and more people, especially if in the US if it gets more mainstream attention like like a, a spot Bitcoin ETF, which is kinda confusing, but is if we could get like retail investors, like regular people to actually invest that's when things will start to move and things will start to because people when the when the regular person starts to buy crypto the regular person is going to want to spend it if that makes sense yeah Yeah. definitely 100 percent. it's it's interesting to hear that there's cafes that accept dogecoin over there yeah yeah it's kind of like their whole theme like it's kind of like a crypto coffee shop yeah i forget it's like Doge coffee, something Doge beans, something like that. Doge Cafe, yeah, and they have yeah. like a special roast called Doge beans, and you can like buy the coffee grounds, stuff like that. It's kind of funny. Yeah, but like it's, that, it's, it's, it's just cool. It's just really cool to see. But uh, to kind of, we've been talking heavily uh, about crypto and NFTs for a while. We kind of just want to wean off of that and kind of just move more into personal stuff again. But uh. What do your friend? Um, sorry, <laughs> what do your friends and family like think about your job? Like, what do, what do they think about? Obviously, you run the business and the e-commerce, but what do they what do they think about how you make all this money online? Yeah, um, I think I'm I'm fortunate enough, I guess, to have friends that are um, you know have a very similar mindset to me, and I've learned a lot from them. Um, so I have a lot of friends that are kind of in the online space and 
you know, in, into crypto and NFTs and, you know, um, have, a, have a good circle of people that are very involved in that. So that's helped me a lot. Um, but in terms of my family, I think <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like uh, sometimes I just think, um, yeah, my, my brother kind of gets involved a little bit. But other than that, I think a lot of my family don't really know what I do or how I, how, how I get to spend so much time working from home and, and making money online for sure. Yeah. yeah. Your parents are just like, yeah, Mitch makes fake internet money online. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think he's got a store or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I always think it's funny how, like, my parents have no idea what it is. And then I have to explain the whole kind of concept or idea to them. Yeah. It's so funny, man. Especially, like, around Christmas where you get, like, a lot of family comes together and you just, like, it's like you're on the interview so many people just ask me questions yeah yeah they just want to know everything yeah it's funny but i guess that's how you get the word out about things right so yeah start spreading it around that's it yeah that sounds so kind of more to like personal so i know that you've made a lot of kind of financial gains so using that kind of what are some more things that you want to do in the future with your kind of NFT uh, influence? Yeah, so um, for me, like this has become a bit of an addiction to be honest. Like I'm exactly what I was saying earlier about how I'm treated, like I treat NFTs as if I would a business, you know, like I love to kind of research the team and and, um, I guess their projections, like what they're saying they're going to do. and you know if they're actually capable to to provide that so um for me it's just kind of attached on to my passion for business and um really been loving that so i don't think that's going to stop anytime soon but the fact that i've been able to share um you know some of my success on on my instagram and and things like that and had a lot of people message me um basically i started off uh helping out just a few friends and and family and Know, a couple of people that I met through photography just get involved in NFTs, um, and then now I just I've had you know a lot of interest. So um, actually created a a small Discord community and and been teaching people um, I guess my research strategies like what what I exactly I look for in businesses. You know if I'm looking at a roadmap, what am I actually looking for? Yeah. Um, started teaching a few people, and now we just have like a. A discord where everyone's you know sharing different projects that they're finding um because the way that i see it you know like i can sit here and there's only a certain amount of time i can spend researching projects whereas if we have a team of you know 50 people that are all researching out researching different projects and sharing them with each other like how can you not see so much benefit from that you know yeah you got a lot more eyes out there yeah exactly, exactly. yeah so that that's kind of um that, that's only just started in the past few weeks really so um, that's where we're like I'm looking to, to grow as much as possible now where a lot of my a lot of my time spent um, yeah been loving it man it's been doing really well it's yeah. good to hear yeah that's, that's, that's amazing to hear but uh, to kind of wrap everything up Mitchell kind of explain to the audience that you talked about growing your audience why don't you uh, just tell the audience what you do and where they can find you on different social medias <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so I guess you can find me mainly on Instagram. Uh, my my username is Alex2, A-L-E-K-S-T-W-O. 
Um, and yeah, I mean, if you want to follow for photography, business or NFTs, that's a, that's a space to be. It's pretty much all I post about. So, you know, sometimes I'll post a photo of my dog or something, but that's pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's awesome to hear. Uh, everyone, everyone listening at home, whatever you're doing, maybe you're driving, maybe you're just chilling. Um, we appreciate you listening today. This interview with Mitch has been amazing. It was better than we could have ever expected. Um, if you all want to support us even more in this podcast, go give us a follow on our Instagram. It's at NFT Nation or at NFT underscore Nation underscore podcast. Um, go visit our website. You can support us on there from Anchor at Anchor FM if you would like. And uh, yeah. Mitch, would you uh, like to say anything before we head out? Yeah, I just want to, I guess, thank you guys because, yeah, it's been a really good experience um, being on podcasts. I haven't really done this too often. Um, this is actually my first podcast, so um, it's been really good, man. Like, good chatting to you guys. Um, you know, I love this this NFT space and um, finding like-minded people, so it's been been a really good experience. So, thanks. Yeah, yeah it's great well, having you on, really. Yeah, it was a pleasure having you, and uh, I we uh, enjoyed, obviously, even though it was your first podcast, it was awesome, and uh, yeah, guys, everyone listening at home, we... Uh...